0: Welcome to Connecting the Community Podcast. I am your host, Andre. I will be connecting you to people, organizations, and events that create community. I am creating this podcast in Richmond Hill, an eclectic and very culturally diverse community with lots of trees and streams and interesting people just up the hill from Toronto. On this podcast, I will be talking with Brooke Scott, the manager of the Village Market. Welcome, Brooke.
1: Hello, Marge. Thanks for having me.
0: I am very glad that you could join me. So looking forward to our conversation. But Brooke, can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: So I am the manager of the Village Market, and I am a... Otherwise, I'm a stay-at-home mom, and I homeschool my younger children, and the other
0: ones go to school or or out of school. Okay, very good. So like, when and how did you become the manager of the Village Market? The former manager
1: for, I think, around 27 years, Richard Chomko, is a family friend of ours, and he knew how much I loved food and asked our family if we wanted to take over the market. And in May of 2018, I became the manager. And from then on, it's all kind of been a blur. Most of it was during COVID, but um, I think we're still going pretty strong. The market's changed, but it's still the backbone is supporting farmers and connecting people that live in a town or city or suburb with farmers.
0: Very good. So you really had no experience at running village markets? None. None. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I'll use that as an inspirational uh, message. So you you can't, you don't need to be experienced to do something like this. So very good. Okay. Can you tell us a little more about the market and the vendors? So
1: uh, the backbone of our market, are
0: farmers
1: and we have other food producers. We have a baker. And this year we have, um, well, our soap maker is also a farmer. She will have fresh cut flowers this year. And then we have other folks that have healthy, ready to eat foods that you can, you know, eat there or take home and eat later in the week. But we are primarily a farmer's market, local Mm -hmm. farmer's
0: very good. Okay. I um know you're there early on Saturday mornings, but do you have much to do uh th- during the rest of the week? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like are you visiting farms, vendors or is it a lot of paperwork? There's
1: paperwork, there's um problem solving. Um it's kind of uh, there's nothing to do until there's lots to do. The Things come up and you have to figure out how you're going to sort it out. There's, you know, there's calls, there's customers. I'm pretty involved in chatting with the customers at the market. So I do hear from people during the week. And then there's always dialogue with the farmers and the vendors about upcoming promotions they have, new items, things coming in from the field different sorts of things like that i like to have musicians as well so that adds a whole other element um as they say in the new yorker (laughs) that on the listings that musicians live complicated lives i always joke that vendors farmers and musicians lead complicated lives so things change (laughs)
0: okay yeah you it's been delightful to be there and stop and listen to the musicians you have you it's it's Thank you for doing that. It's a, it's a spark on Saturday mornings. Uh, do you allow like new vendors? Are there, you have some, some farmers have been there forever, but there are there new one, new vendors coming in?
1: Yes, we do have new vendors. Um, our market is primarily organic and It's folks looking for ingredients and healthy foods. So that does narrow the focus, but we do have people coming all the time to try out the market and see how it works for them because it's kind of, um, it can be a real small business incubator. Um, So yes, we do have new vendors and usually they reach out to me and then I see if they are a good fit
0: right yeah i i'd encourage anyone considering it to go to your market first to see what you're what you're all about so uh yeah and that, that happens may 6th is coming up soon so uh looking forward to that now you've said you're really interested in food but have you seen a general shift in people's relationship with food
1: i think there's more of an understanding about food that comes over the border versus food that we grow here i do see that people are more interested in where their food is coming from they always and this is historically at the village market people like to talk to their farmer they and this is with farmers markets people like to know their farmer uh the story about the food that they're eating, I think also makes it more important and really draws people in and has them have a connection with the food.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I have enjoyed talking to the farmers. it has been a delightful part of the Saturday morning routine of driving over there. So the, the, you do have a lot of interaction between the shopper and the vendors and you and fellow shoppers. So it's a it, it's not just a time to go pick up your tomatoes. It's it's much more than that.
1: It's a social. Yes, it's a social event for people. And I love it when people come in and they see each other and they know they're going to see people that they see on a Saturday morning I just think human connection is really important and we eat food all the time so if we we can have that connection humans and food and friends and enjoyment it really I think it brings out the best in us
0: yes yeah and that was a problem with COVID is it really did um limit our our so our needed socialization so yeah it's a quite good. And, you know, I've I've enjoyed talking to farmers. I went and I thought I was buying a beet and it ended up being a radish and um, I had to admit to the farmer and yeah, I got, "Mm, okay, but it was absolutely okay. I now know how how to cook this big radish. So that's, that's one of the benefits of uh, coming and uh, exploring and learning about food. Uh, So the market opens again on May the 6th, you've taken a break. Uh, You know, the fields around here, are not full of food the things aren't really growing yet so what should the choppers expect right in the first little while
1: so as far as the farmers go there will be the meats <laughs> there will be cheese there'll be eggs uh for the veggies there will be microgreens hmm. there will be radishes You'll have storage veg from last season. So those are carrots and potatoes. There's turnips, rutabagas, things like that. So every week there'll be more and more, but May really, is it's starting our season. There'll be some ramps, which I don't know if you're familiar with. Yes, they're mm-hmm. amazing. And they're only for a short window. Mm-hmm. So enjoy them while you can. They have a, a really strong... Um, Kind of earthy garlic taste. And so they're very special to add to your foods. But then we have our, like our baker will be there and he will have everything. But as as far as veggies, that's what you'll be seeing. And then there's overwintered greens. So what they do is they start them in the fall and then they do a row cover and then they're nice and sweet and delicious in the spring. So there'll be spinach and kale.
0: Okay, very good. Okay, we need those spring greens. And so yes, I call them leeks, wild leeks, not ramps. So but yes, I will go and forage for them. So yes, I'm looking forward to that. So hmm, sounds good. Um, you're at the Toronto uh, Waldorf School. It's not in Toronto. It's in Vaughan Highway 7 and Bathurst. What is the relationship with the Toronto Waldorf School?
1: So uh, it's been our home for the last 32 years, and it was started by two of the teachers at the school, who, one, is still there, and I talk to quite frequently, Helene, Uh, and it started to, it's part of, you know, their mandate to connect people with land and the food and their community, so the Waldorf School has always been a strong supporter and has made it possible for the market to continue through everything, you know, COVID, everything before, like there's always little things and they've always so kind and generous with the space and um, the community and the kindness it's, and it's such a beautiful space to have a market. Like you go in there and you feel very held by just the building and uh, the community and just the vibe of the
0: school. Yes, well said. Yes, I like the long winding drive in there. It's just it's it's like you're venturing to another space, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's part of it. So I am glad you're at that location. Uh, what are some of your personal favorite foods that you like to get on Saturday mornings? Do you do, you do any shopping?
1: I do quite a bit of shopping. <laughs> I um I joke that I'm a breaditarian so I, I, I buy all my breads and um, I love to buy my veggies at the market my greens I like to get my cheeses from Linda at Country Meadows mm-hmm. and that's when I'm powered by cheese during my cleanup mm-hmm. at the market so I I buy for my children, they I don't think they quite understand what a charmed life they lead to try all the new things that come through. <laughs> and they're um,
0: like little connoisseurs of local foods.
1: But I, yes, I purchase from everyone at the market.
0: Okay, very uh, good. So you don't have a favorite?
1: I do not have a favorite.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay that's good yeah um i think i like the olives that are there so something you didn't list that i will that um i i think it's linda who has the uh olives from greece they're the best olives them you shouldn't be trying uh, to eat, eat olives on the way home in the car on the way home but i have tried it <laughs> so
1: i do so <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah okay Um uh, what are your aspirations uh you've been doing it now for a few years five years and a couple of those years don't really count uh so what do you what do you aspire to
1: well i'd like to see how many um farmers our community can support we live uh in a limited space with limited farmers close to us so i don't want to divide what my farmers can make at the market but i'd like to grow the community so that we can support more farmers and more diverse farmers and really reflect the community that the market is in and bring farmers in from not too far (laughs) so that people really can eat from the surrounding space. So that's my aspiration for the market. Um, I'm not I don't want it
0: to not be a farmer's market. I do support. I wish we more people ate more often food that was local and uh, unprocessed than just yeah from here. You mentioned how we can still eat vegetables that are growing here that are overwintered. I think is the term that you use that the cabbage. There's so much that you could eat a really good varied diet even in the spring before things really started to grow um, that you do not need food imported from california uh it's nutritious what we get here and you do not have the packaging and the huge amount of uh, energy to get it shipped from way down there or way over there to here so i am a big supporter of you of of that let's eat more local uh more seasonal foods and not importing things so thank you very much for that anything else that you wanted to add this is a tricky spot for me. I
1: am real. I am so excited about the market starting. It's I'm a little nervous because every year I think maybe people just won't come. Maybe they won't show up. What will I do? Oh, no. How can I get people to come? Mm-hmm. But I do think that there's a strong connection. And I think um, there's a strong human connection that the farmers and the vendors have yeah with their customer. And it's uh, a farmer's market is kind of a unique business in that what you do is you, you have to trust other businesses. So I always feel a strong connection to all my vendors, I trust them, Um, I feed the food that they have to my children, and um, I value it. And so I guess I just wanted to work that in somehow that all this whole model is built on trust. It's the customer trusting the vendor. It's the vendor trusting me. It's me trusting the Waldorf school and trusting that we all are working together towards the same goal.
0: Very good. I like that. Okay. Well, I I am hoping that everyone who listens to this will be coming to say hi And, uh, you know, it'd be nice. I heard you on Marjorie's podcast would be that would make both of us smile. So let's hope that that happens, because I, I certainly believe in what you're doing. And I let's it's better for us as an individual and it's better for the community. It's better for society if we all thought a little more about the food we eat. And I think that's the only advice I'd have for you is can you do more educating on We need to know so much more about our food, and uh, it's um, sometimes a struggle. So, again, thank you for what you're doing. I do like to end our podcast with this one response from all our guests. Name one thing you really like about this community the people. Yeah. Okay. I like that answer. I am not surprised uh, that was your response. So, again, Thank you, Brooke, for taking the time to do this podcast. And I'm looking forward to seeing you on May the 6th.
1: Oh, thank you, Marge. I really appreciate you. And I appreciate your support of the market and the whole community.
0: I would very much appreciate you sharing this podcast. Please tune in next week as we continue to explore the community. Consider emailing me at marge, M-A-R-J, at MargeAndre.com. I welcome suggestions for podcast guests. Stay well, stay connected.